in the San Francisco Bay Area, Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke I've ever made. Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this. Stop, stop, stop. Ow! Yeah, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down a spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike, that's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A., We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another and we catch up. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm, like, really hungover. I like, know. I don't remember the last time I was this hungover. And there's no good reason. I had, like, beer last night. Welcome to your 30s. Ugh, it's horrible. It's disgusting. I know. Um, one of the toughest things has been hangovers are so much worse when you get older. Because when I was, like, 21, I'd be like, I'm hungover, I'd be, and I'd be over it by, like, noon. Right. You know? Now it's, like, days. <laughs> I, I in, in my defense also, though, like, my life has changed so that I don't, I never sleep until 11. So before, when in my, like, 20s or earlier, when I would be drunk, I could sleep until, like, 1 o'clock, and that would be normal. So I'd wake up at 1, and I'd be like, I feel fine. Oh, I see. But right now, now, when I'm sleeping to like 11:30, I'm like, "Oh my god, what what happened to my day?" Yeah, I yeah, be yeah, like yeah, done with yeah. the paper by now. <laughs> uh, um so yeah, we um Yeah, what would you do last night? My what, what happened? My roommate's birthday was yesterday. Which roommate? Uh Michael. So um, we went uh to Which dinner, one is Michael? Uh the one with allergies. Oh, okay. So we we went to uh dinner and then to the White Horse and Got sloppy. It was good. Uh, it was a good time. Did Rockpile go? No, RK had a party that he had to go to in, uh, like I think Vallejo. Like, where were you invited up. to the party? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Ooh, like it was like a hard no. No, it wasn't. I, there was no talk of it. And let's say um, RK did not have this party to go to. Would he have gone to your roommate? Oh yeah, thing? yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, he was thinking that if a couple of friends from uh oakland weren't driving there he wouldn't go because he didn't want to go alone all the way there so mm -hmm. he had talked about coming to dinner and drinks with us totally uh, yeah he gets okay. along with the roommates really well oh, he does yeah. oh, okay that's good what's uh what's up with you uh you, you got a new computer is that a story or no no not a story. I've had it for a while, but I've, it's taken me weeks to move all the stuff and do all that. And so, uh, okay. So, but now it is done. Okay. So, um, Friday. Generally, Friday, I try and see Jose, my ward Jose, for our weekly kind of visit, catch up, see what's going on. Mm -hmm. So, Friday, we saw each other and um, we were just hanging around you know, exploring downtown Los Angeles. And then around happy hour time, we went to this place called Coles in downtown, which is, I'm not going to get into technicals here, but it's the oldest bar in LA. Okay. You can get all food nerdy and make debates about that, but let's just say that for now. And they have an amazing happy hour. It's like a legendary dive bar. Like when you go into the bathrooms, one urinal says, Charles Bukowski pissed here. And then another one says, like, Dashiell Hammett pissed here, you know? Yeah. So it's this legendary dive bar, over 100 years old. And they have a really, really good happy hour. Because it's, 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 hipsters have taken it over. Okay. And I had a Moscow Mule. And I got Jose a root beer because he's not old enough to drink. <laughs> and... <laughs> But they have really good food deals. We got that, and I got a beer, and we got garlic fries. And at a certain point, we were like, you know what? Let's take because you can actually take like the uh, the gold line to almost to Richard's house, but it's a little too far to walk. So I text Richard. I go, we want to come visit you at your house. 
It was like three o'clock, four o'clock. He just gotten off work. And he we go, we're gonna come visit your house and come pick us up and then take us back to the gold line. And he was like, uh no, I have shit to do. Right? Sure. And I was like, ew, rude. And he was like, get a fucking job. <laughs> like he was like really upset. And I talked to him about it later. He's just like, I don't know, I was just hungry, and it's just like you and Jose are gallivanting around LA, like going to bars and doing all this stupid shit, and I'm having shit to do. Yeah. I I I understand where he's coming from. Like I've have I've been in a similar situation where um like not even someone who doesn't have a job, but someone has like the day off and they're like trying to like include me in their like fun, but I have stuff to do and I don't ha I can't just like drop everything to hang out. Uh it's very difficult when you lead a life of leisure to <laughs> find I think- things to do. I think saying get a fucking job is maybe not the best way to respond, <laughs> but. <laughs> so that happens, right? And then uh, we leave, right? And we're walking, like, we're just walking down the street. So we're walking down the street and there's like this hipster ice cream place uh, right there. And this is the thing with this place, right? Uh, I already hate it. Hipster ice cream is like vanilla, but it also has like rosemary and like tulip leaves or tulip petals in it or something Mm -hmm. right you're going the wrong way because the ice cream flavors are pretty normal oh good but the ice cream's churned by someone riding a bicycle (laughs) so you go into the place and there's a bicycle and there's someone like almost like a stationary bike and someone's just like riding this bike and they're churning the ice cream in the back what? Yeah. So now we did. We go into this place, and I've been there before, actually. The ice cream is actually pretty good. But Jose and I go, and we're helped by this, like, cashier who's, like, purple hair and multiple piercings. And what is it that if you have, like, crazy dyed hair and multiple piercings, you have the absolute lack of personality? Right. So she's it's like, like every time they put a hole in their face, part of their personality drains out. Yeah, I have a theory about this. And she's just like, hey. And yeah. we we're like, oh, can we try that flavor and that flavor? And we're being, we were being very like, you know, Friendly. convivial. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, okay. <laughs> and we're like, okay, well, we'll take a scoop of that and a scoop of this. So she wasn't rude. She just no, was like not rude. dead. Dead, dead inside. Dead inside. Mm-hmm. All right. That'll be $7. I wonder if they have no personality and they kind of are aware of it, so they try and make up for it by color- dyeing their hair weird colors and getting multiple piercings. Oh. That might be it because I, w- I would be worried about this girl if she had normal hair and no piercings. Right. I'd be like, oh, my God, this girl was in an accident or something. <laughs> or maybe, like, you show your personality through words and actions and she doesn't do that. She finds that she needs to show personality through i work in an ice cream shop where they churn it by bicycle and i have multiple piercings <laughs> and a zero gauge is in my ear and i have purple hair when the when the guy on the bicycle stops does like the power in the place turn off too no no like, no <laughs> gilligan's island bike it was so funny when we left jose thought she was really hot and he goes like oh i would love to have sex with her i'm like no she'd be horrible yeah. in bed she'd be maybe, horrible maybe maybe she'd be like Wicked weird. No, I think she'd be like, uh, uh, <laughs> did you finish yet? <laughs> you know, like that, like horrible. Yeah. Maybe. Anyway. You never know. Because there's a theory out there that, like, the. The crazy the, girls, though. What's crazy, crazy girls, girls are good, but she's not crazy. She's crazy lifeless. girls. But, but I think, like, I don't know. You never know what somebody is into in the bedroom. You never know. That's true. So then we leave that. So, okay, so I paid – well, he actually and I split that one. But I spent, we paid $7 total for the ice cream, right? Okay. For a tiny little ice cream. Like it was like – Two scoops, right? One for each of you? Yeah, one for each of us, and it was $7. Okay. And it was like in the size of like a tiny Dixie cup, even smaller than that, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're walking down eating our – um seven dollar worth of ice cream that was churned by a bicycle yeah 
And <laughs> by the way, you can buy like precious metal, that much of precious metals for cheaper. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. It's, it's stupid. I don't know why we did that. It was dumb. It is good ice cream though. So, okay. So we're walking down the street and then there's this homeless guy on the corner and he's playing the flute. He's like, and then like he stops when we walk by and it was good. So I go, you know what? I never give anyone money, but I'm going to give you a dollar because you're doing something. You have a talent. I like you. I'm going to give you a dollar. So I give him a dollar. Wait, did you really say all those things? No, I just said, I'm going to give you a dollar. Okay. Because so, I was going to comment on how douchey you are if you actually said that. Like, no, 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 you know no, what, no, sir? No, no, I'm just telling you the, the Everyone look at me as I no, give no, this No, 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 no. That's just a thought process. I'm like, okay. I'm going to give you a dollar. You're good. So then he goes, oh, thanks, man. Uh, I'll, pay, I'll play you anything you want. What do you want me to play you? And I go, you know what? Play me the song that every time you play it, it reminds you of why you learned to play the flute. Okay? And he goes into this super complicated song. I might actually put it underneath this story, the audio in this. Wait, so you, you can recorded hear it? it? I, I filmed it on my phone. Okay. Or maybe I'll put the video up on the Facebook page. I'll do something so you can yeah, see it. I want to see it. Yeah, he's good. Only problem, it's two minutes long. You're probably going to want to sit through 30 seconds of it and you'll be done. But anyway, uh, it's two minutes. And like literally, it's he's so talented. You're like, oh my God, he's so good. You know? Mm-hmm. And then Dan, I go, I'm going to give you another dollar. So I gave, well, I would have given him more. I only had 20s on me, right? Uh-huh. I'm not going to give him $20. So um, I gave him another dollar. And then I walked away and I was really sad because I was like, I just spent $7 to give to some stupid girl <laughs> who had no personality for her bicycle churned ice cream. And this guy, you know, spent a lifetime learning this song. And I was like, here you go, bub. Here's two bucks. Yeah. I would have given him more. He can't but... even go buy a scoop of ice cream for himself. Yeah. For he that. couldn't buy one scoop of ice cream for himself from that place with the money I gave him. He played me a two-minute song. Yeah. What is he wrong was, with the world? He was homeless, or do you think he was just a street performer? He wasn't a street performer. I can't tell you what his home situation is. What if it was just some guy walking down the street playing flute for people and I just gave him money? <laughs> Well, here's the weird thing, though. And then I was like, where's Jose? And he was following the guy into the river. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to make a Pied Piper joke. It didn't work out. Never mind. Oh, I thought you were like, this really happened. <laughs> and the guy was like, like, and then like Jose's just skipping along by him. He's leading Jose to his demise. And like 400 mice are following him, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you, you know, that story is fucked up, that Pied Piper story, the real one. Um, Could you put the audio for this? Can you tack it on to the end of the episode? Because I think yeah. a lot of people will want to hear it. All right, put the audio on the end of the, on the, end of the Wait. Yeah, I'll put the audio on the end of the episode. There you go. Okay, thank you. Um, Joey, remember how we have talked many times about hating people that ride bikes? Ugh. I think that I'm a biker now. I'm getting well, no, way no, 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 into no, no, no. it. Okay, hold on for a second. I want to clarify this. I don't hate all people who ride bikes. You know, I've been riding bikes once a week with Mercedes. It's the aggressive, like it's like the it's like the weekend warrior. They think they're Lance Armstrong bicyclists. Yeah, are you doing I, that? Like wearing like the spandex? Well, you no, can, no, no. You no. couldn't wear spandex. Shut up. I hate I hate the the people that are like super aggressive and like yell at cars and like. I don't know if the the like the activists. I just don't like the guys who are like you know that the little mirror like the dentist mirror on their like helmet helmet yeah. so they can see behind them. And they're like and they talk to each other in like code and hand signals. Basically, I hate all bicyclists on Pacific Coast Highway. I hate bicyclists that rub it in my face that they're a bicyclist. Like whatever you do in your own time is fine. Just don't like bicycle on uh, over me. No, there are people who bicycle all the time around like Santa Monica and Venice. I never even notice them because they're just like doing their thing and obeying traffic laws and just not making a big nuisance of themselves. I'm sure. fine with that. So I've, I've started bicycling um, pretty much everywhere. This last week I biked so much to work, to RKs, everywhere. And the other day I biked to RKs and we went to dinner. And when we went, I took like stuff out of my bag, um, my, my backpack, and – put our locks in it because he biked too and we biked to dinner whatever and then the next morning i biked to work 
and uh when i was when i left i left my phone and my continuous glucose monitor at his house i also left this notebook that i had the um i had written out what's my what some will call lies for the week so i needed that and um i had to like bother rk i was like what are you like what are you doing tonight can i come back it was just a, a big mess right but does what, he beat you no shut up it was just a mess that it was inconvenient for him but then i'm like sitting at work with no phone we we talked about that on the mini episode a little bit in the after dark time but i'm sitting there without a phone um and i open my bag and rod kyle's wallet is in it so he 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 left shit in my stuff too. So mm-hmm. I didn't feel I didn't feel so bad after that. And and what happened? That's it. And then that night we we did the switch. We I gave him his stuff. He gave me my stuff. Was he angry with you for leaving your stuff there and you having his wallet? No, I felt I think I put those feelings on him. I don't think he was angry. I just felt like ugh, this is so inconvenient that I'm like forgetful. But then he forgot to take his wallet out of my bag, so it kind of cleared it up. Hmm. No. Yeah. Um. Do you th- do you have any suspicion that he like went through your phone or that he did? No, like no, that? no, no, not at all. Um. In fact, when I went to his house, my phone was like in the exact place I left it. I don't think that he even like touched it. Oh, uh, that's a sign of a real pro, man. <laughs> uh, this is what I would do. I would take a picture with my phone of the position your phone was in. Uh huh. So you could put it exactly. Yeah, go through all your personal shit and see how it was, and then look at the photo and place it exactly the way it was. I don't have anything worth hiding, though. See, let me say this. Okay, let me ask you this: Could your mom go through your phone and you would not even sweat, not have one sweat drop from your forehead? I don't think so. No. Mm, I have the the only thing that I have that's weird, and it's not even that weird, but like RK sent me. Like selfies a few times, and I save them. <laughs> but they're not like nude selfies. No, like no, 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 not at all. But like, I think that it's kind of weird that like because I delete all my pictures to save space, so mm-hmm. I like back up to Dropbox and then yeah, me too. Um, I delete them. So what you have on my my phone right now is probably like twelve of the most recent photos, and then like five selfies of RK. <laughs> I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't like that. I don't like that Apple makes it so difficult to isolate your photos. So, like, everything goes to photo stream, and it's so hard to not have anything go to photo stream. And it's it's harder than just turning off photo stream. Like, right. it's so difficult. I've been dealing with this, like, trying to, like, move shit around. Yeah. And I remember, though, um, when I lived in my old place, my landlords lived right in front of me. And there was, like, a big window in the front of my – like, you could literally – I lived, like, in, like, a – it's almost like I lived in, like, a – uh, like a showroom of a of a department store. Like you could see everything in my house and what I was doing from my yeah. land from where my landlords lived. And I remember one day, like I was watching Apple TV or something, and I paused it. Like, oh, I better take the trash out. So I took the trash out, went downstairs, and threw the trash away. And when I walked up the stairs, it had already gone like the screensaver mode where it, it scrolls my um, <laughs> Apple my photo stream. And there were all these really horrible, raunchy grinder photos that people had sent me just streaming on my television. Oh, my God. That must have been so embarrassing. Like, my landlords must – I wonder if my landlord saw it. He would have been like, what? What show is this? What, what show is Joe Wanda? What channel is that on? You you see him, like, flip, flip, flipping through his cable channels trying to find the channel you're on? They were super Christian. They were oh. super – like, like – like, the male landlord's um, license plate was like "He is risen," or no. something like that. Yeah, some version of that. And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, so is yours. He is risen. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know that they had a hot um, son who was in the Coast Guard, and he lived in the, uh, the apartment below me, and. Um, uh, he was really, really cute. He's probably now in his early 30s. Sounds right? like a sitcom, yeah. Yeah. And he was really, really nice. I wish I got to know him more. I didn't really talk to him because he had like a Coast Guardy schedule. Yeah. But I remember one time, here's a story. One time I came home late from like, who knows what I was doing. It must have been like 11 o'clock at night. And I was walking to my place and he didn't know I was there. And his shower, his window to his bathroom was like, right where you walk up the stairs. 
and he just left it open. And I totally saw him nude showering. Completely naked? Complete. He was showering. In the shower? Yeah, in the shower. Whoa. I, I saw everything. And he was cute, too. He was really cute. I was and like. Did, did you sit there and look? Or are you just like. No, walking? I wish I would have. Hmm. I just walked up the stairs. <laughs> what if you took a like picture a on your person. phone and then it showed up <gasps> on your photo stream? Oh, my God. I think, <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think he was. I don't know. I think he may have been gay. Oh. But you never saw him on Grindr or anything. No, I tried. I that would be so weird because he lives directly under you. So it would look like he was like one foot away from you because he'd be oh, like yeah. on top of him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it would be. <laughs> what else is uh, happening to you or what happened this week? Okay, so last night I went with um, my friend Melissa McQueen and my cousin Richard. I have this gay cousin and he's a week younger than me. And uh, we went to go see – which. You know what? This is a good time to mention this. Mike, I think this is our one-year <gasps> anniversary episode. Is it? I don't know. We'd have to look on iTunes when it was. Here, let me look right now. The first one was on January 27th. Whoa. It is a year, then. It's a year. Well, tomorrow, officially, it's a year. Yeah. Well, no. Because the show will come out. Well, no, because I think we put it out the same day, because it's Sunday, January 27th. Oh. Yeah. So maybe we recorded it on a Saturday or did we put it out the same day? Who cares? It's a year. Happy anniversary, Mike. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Um anyway, uh but in the early episodes, I went to go see Dina Martina, the drag performer, with my cousin Richard. And we went again yesterday. I th- we went with Melissa McQueen this time and Richard's friend Christian. Cool. And we had dinner beforehand, then we saw the show. Oh, can we tell okay. First of all, Richard, one thing you should know about Richard is he's, like, very, very punctual. Like, if you have a party and you say it's at, like, 4 o'clock, he'll show up at 4 o'clock. And you'll be, like, in curlers and, you know, like, avocado cream on your face. And he's, like, there, you know. (laughs) So he's super punctual and super into being punctual. Okay. I respect that. He was horrified because we were, like, late because we got lost and... So at Melissa and Christian beat us there, and I could tell it, like, really bothered Richard. Then, he's kind of like you in this way, yeah. He's very into things happening when they're supposed to happen, the way they're supposed to happen. Yeah. So he went, So in fact, so worried that after he stormed into the restaurant, he goes, I'm going to go get the tickets right now so we have the tickets, and we can just go into the showroom because we're going to have dinner first. So he goes, and he gets the tickets, and uh, he comes back. Well, now it's time for the show, a sold-out show, and it's like it's like festival seating. It's first come, first serve. So, like, well, we better go in line. We want to get a good seat. Richard goes, I need to go to the bathroom, though. So, he, like, goes to the bathroom, and the bathroom's kind of far away. So, we're standing there, and the guy goes to me and Melissa and Christian, like, all right, well, where are your tickets? Oh, he has them in the bathroom. He has them in the bathroom, and then he goes, well... He thought, well, we'll wait like a second. And he wasn't coming. And there was, a, there was like a line forming behind us, right? So finally, we're like, okay, we'll just let this next group in. Because it was yeah. a line, right? And the guy, so the guy goes, all right. So the bouncer says, okay. Bouncer goes to the first guy in line. How many in your party? And the guy goes, 20. <laughs> and he's like, all right, party of 20. And the, and the room only holds 60. <gasps> And we weren't the first in line. And I was like, oh, my God. Right? <laughs> so then the 20 go through. And then Richard still – Christian's like, I'm going to get Richard. And then the next guy comes up and the, and the bouncer tells me, where's your friend? And we're like, he's coming. He's coming. And they're running up. Right? And then Richard goes, I can't find the tickets. Oh, God. Right? And then the guy goes, all right, next group. And he goes, party of nine. Oh, my God. That's uh, the whole thing. It's full. It's almost full. I don't know, by the grace of God, we got in, and for some reason, the way they sat us, uh, we were in the second row. So we actually got really good oh, seats. Good. So we were really lucky. Where where were the tickets? We never found them. We never Did found they them. They just let you guys in. They just let us in. They trusted us, because Richard had his receipt. Yeah. So anyway, so we uh, we see the show, whatever. After the show, we're leaving, and Richard parked far away, because he dropped me off so we can go in and get the table. And he parked far away, and I was like, I am not 
going far away. He's come back and pick me up. I was talking to Melissa by her car. He went with Christian, by the way. I'm not that much of a dick. He was walking with Christian anyway. I also didn't want to leave Melissa by herself at her car. Okay. So I'm talking to Melissa, and as soon as Christian and Richard walk away, across the street, a guy walks out of this, like, little building. It's weird. And so Melissa and I say to him, we go, uh, uh, what is that place? Because it looked like a bar. And he goes, is that a bar? And he goes, yeah, but it's a private bar private party no one else can come in we're like oh and he goes and then we go can we just peek inside he goes all right so we go across the street and we we go to this party and we start talking to this dutch guy from holland what and yeah and then like we like we, i was i'm mike i'm not i swear to christ i was probably in this party for like 15 minutes and they were like, stay at the party with us. Yay. <laughs> like, Melissa and I were already entertaining people. And like, no, we got to go. And as soon as we left, Richard pulled up. Okay. And then I got in Richard's car. But I was like, that was so weird. Like, I could have gone to this random party. That is weird. It was a private party. Do you know yeah. why they were partying? Nope. Nope. We don't know anything. Well, most of the time we were talking to this Dutch guy about a soccer team that he plays on. It was weird. Because we walked in the guy, and the Dutch guy was just standing there. He goes, hello. <laughs> and we're like, hello. He goes, I'm Dutch. <laughs> I don't buy this story at all. Oh, my God. I'm going to have Melissa McQueen to, on to okay. confirm it. But anyway, that's what happened. that was my night last night. What about you? Um, well, my night last night, I kind of told you about already. But we were having dinner, and uh, my roommate Mario, who you talked to on one of the Catching Up live shows we did a couple Wednesdays ago, um, he he has this weird – he's very sensitive and, like, super protective. We've talked about that as well. But I guess he's been dating this guy um, and for, like, a couple months. But, like, they've probably only hung out a handful of times. And the guy is going to come over to our house for the first time this afternoon. Like, Today. Like in a half an hour. Like around oh. – yeah, like super early. Um, and they're going to go to the city, whatever. But um, he's, like, so scared to bring somebody home so that – because he feels like we're going to, like, chase the guy away. Is that weird? He's like really. I can see you guys chasing the guy away. No, 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 never. And like, he's like refusing to answer questions about the guy. What? Like really protective. Like doesn't want to tell us like what he does for a living. Mm-hmm. And calls him by his initials. The thing that. <laughs> it's so different. But um, the thing that he he does is like. It's weird because, like, I feel like he wants to talk about it, but then when we start asking questions, he's, like, he shuts down. He's, like, just, like, very awkward, and he's, like, can we talk about something else? And that makes us want to, like, pry more. And uh, ask, that like, sounds more, more to me like he wants, like, he loves this. Yeah, I think he does, but, like, it's really, it's a really weird thing where he, like, shuts down and, like, is, like, so weird. I don't know. It's so weird. So that's going to happen. But he's, like, a Mario is kind of a messy guy not dirty but like cluttered right Mm -hmm. and so yesterday he spent like eight hours cleaning his bedroom i'm not joking like eight hours cleaning one bedroom tiny little bedroom oh my god and then last night to be a dick when i saw it i was like oh i thought you cleaned today (laughs) oh my god and what did he say um he was fine we kind of laughed it off but um i don't know i'm interested to see the guy this afternoon i'm gonna go down and pretend like i have like cooking to do or something so i could see him uh oh like you guys aren't he doesn't want you guys like meet him or anything i don't i don't really know he told us that the guy was coming so why would he tell us if he i don't know because there i mean there would be a good chance our house is fairly large so like somebody could show up they could hang out and he could leave and i could never see him because i just don't go to that part of the house is your house like newer or older? Like I imagine like being like Victorian. Yeah, almost. it's a the house is like 110 years old. Uh, but okay. they renovated it. So it's like fairly um nice. Like the kitchen is really modern, but it's an old house. Yeah. Uh, okay. And like the wood the floors are all like original hardwood, so it's like older and whatever, but 
Oh, wow. Look at you and your fancy house. <laughs> so that happened. Um, what else? Do you have any other personal stories or should we move on to news stories? I gotta... Let's move on to the news. What is happening in the Bay Area, Mike Got Lawson? one. And I don't know how you're going to feel about this, um, if you're going to agree with me or not. But this isn't a joke. Um, this is real. There's going to be a tea cafe opening up here in San Francisco that is uh, filled with cats. Um, it's called Kit Tea. T-E-A, stupid. But it's a Japanese uh, company that's going to start selling gourmet tea. And then they're also going to have like a cat oasis in it. So the goal is to provide homeless cats with a place to live. But also to have humans interact with them and what have you. What are, and this what is going to open in Oakland or in... In San Francisco. This is a popular thing in Japan. I know they have them in Thailand, too. Um, the article mentions that they just opened... This company opened one in the UK somewhere. So it's like a thing. But what what are your feelings? What the fuck? It... Th- why don't they? Why don't they help the homeless people in San Francisco, not homeless cats? <laughs> One and you know what this reminded me of actually. There's this new San Francisco food craze that I am not behind, and this reminds me of that. It's stupid shit like this, and I'm sure you know about it. I think I feel like Oakland's a part of this too. This whole fucking toast nonsense that's going on in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Do you know about this? Yeah, I've, I've read articles about it. I've never been to a place that does it. I would never. Okay, for people who don't know, toast is now the new thing in San Francisco, and they have, like, artisanal toast. <laughs> and you go and buy, like, $4 toast mm-hmm. that is so retarded. I actually don't blame the people making the toast. Like, if you're like, oh, there's these dummies who are going to play $4 for toast, okay. Sure. Who are these idiots <laughs> who are... They should just call the store stupid. Yeah. Right? Like, they're like, I'm going to buy $4 for toast. So, can we get back to the story that I told? Okay, yeah. You... <laughs> well, no, because it's the same thing. Who are these people who are going to go get tea to be sitting around a bunch of feral cats? Yeah. Well, I'm sure the cats are, like, going to be healthy, but... Um... The, like they're cats that probably were waiting for adoption, right? So it's not like they're cats that are, you know, really gross and have fleas or something. Let but, me ask you this question: Would you go to this tea place? Oh no, no aren't you allergic I'm to cats? Highly allergic, yeah. So I won't go anywhere near it. But uh, and you know what? If it was a d- dogs, I probably would love it. But because it's cats, I'm like disgusted by it. I just am not a cat person at all. Um, but my question, I, I like that there are homeless cats probably like, I don't know numbers, but I would imagine that they, this area puts down a lot of cats. So maybe this saves a few of them from that. And I think that I'm going to put down cool. some cats. You're a stupid cat. That's what I do. <laughs> yes. Those stripes make you look fat. <laughs> yeah. But Ew. here's my question for you. Don't that you probably don't have an answer for. Isn't it? So like. You can't bring non-service animals into a place that serves food and stuff. So can you have a place? But is that a health law or is that just a law? Of, is that just a rule of establishments? I thought it was a health law. but I don't know. Not. I don't know. But um, I just imagine the smell of this place. I feel like cat boxes stink. But if they're only serving tea, there might not be a weird thing. Like it may not count. Right. I don't know. If they're not serving food. Um. Uh, and then, like, if I have a service dog, am I allowed to go in? Like, if I have, like, a, if someone is blind with a seeing eye dog. Well, what, what, what would happen? Because the seeing eye dogs are trained, like, they wouldn't care about the cats. Yeah, but the cats might care, right? I think, I don't, I don't ever see, do, our cat, I don't know anything. About, look, here's the thing with me and animals. I don't mind that they exist, but I'm just, like, very, in, it's like me, the same thing with babies. Babies and animals, I'm just indifferent to them. I think they're invisible. So I wouldn't go to a place where they're going to put them in my face like that. Yeah, I don't know. So I, could, uh, I don't know. I could see San Francisco getting uh, angry about this. That if the cats aren't p- paid like a living wage, they're going like, uh, prote- to <laughs> protest. You know be a perfect name for this kitty place. What? Milk. MLK? Mm-hmm. Wait. Well, M-I-L-K. 
Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so Los Angeles. I don't know if you heard this story. Maybe just a bit of Los Angeles story. But there was an Uber driver who locked his passenger in the car when they got to her location. Uh, okay. And he wouldn't let her out of the car until she gave him her phone and he gave himself a five-star review. <laughs> so basically she – his okay, the passenger wants to remain anonymous, but she did say the driver's name is Marat. Okay. Okay. And she said the, the ride home was completely fine, totally normal, but then when they got to the location, he refused to unlock the door. Like He had like the child safety locks on. Yeah. And then he reached over and grabbed the phone and gave himself a five-star rating. Uh, and I guess it happened somewhere else in L.A. with another driver. So this has been sort of like a – I wouldn't say it's a trend, but it's, it's happening. Yeah. What are your – you've taken Uber. You've used Uber. I have. And what are your thoughts my news story is about Uber. Is that weird? Oh, My next news story. Weird. Um, I think that's kind of weird. I mean, the whole idea of rating system, obviously, is that it's legitimately how you feel about the ride, right? Every time I've taken Uber, I've given a five-star review. I've taken it maybe three or four times, and they've all been wonderful. Um, but I don't know. It The rating isn't that big of a deal. Like, I, when someone comes to pick me up, if they don't have perfect five-star rating i'm not like turning them away i used lyft the other day for the first time when i was with jose we needed to get from one place to the other we didn't want to drive and park that's difficult and subway wasn't convenient mm -hmm. so i used lyft i have it on my phone and that was the first time i used it and um it doesn't really give you a choice i don't think like it just said here's your lyft driver he's coming right i didn't get to choose i don't think so, um, but we did use it. Arthur was the guy that picked us up. He was really nice. And have you ever used Lyft? No, never. Oh my God, this was so nice. The only embarrassing thing about it is they have those stupid pink mustaches yeah. on the car. And so you're getting a car with a giant furry pink mustache. It would almost be better. Like no one would know you were in a like fake taxi if it didn't have that. Yeah. But it does make it easy to spot, though. I'll give him that. Like, I'm like, oh, there's the driver. And then you have to fist bump the driver when you get in. Ew, really? Yeah. And then, well, like, I have to, like, it's encouraged. He fist bumps you when you get in the car. And then he had, like, water and candy for us. Yeah, I've had uh, Uber do that for me. Wow. Yeah. So nice. Um, it is so nice. This The story that I have... Um, you will kind of let's talk about both of them at the same time because I'm pretty much done with Uber now. Um, after oh, really? Yeah. After this story. Okay, yeah. So uh, there's a new service. It's a new uh, Uber Lyft sort of service called Get, G-E-T-T. -T. Okay. Uh, it's a startup, and they are accusing Uber – well, Uber has confirmed that they actually did this too. So it's not just an accusation, but they're saying that Uber attacked their service by um, basically flooding the Get uh, service. I don't know. Get, they called Get a million times asking for rides. And then when the Get drivers were on their way, they would cancel. So basically it was like an attack where all of these drivers were getting calls and then showing up to nobody being there yeah you know what this is really a uh, there have been a bunch of stories i think I've, i mean i've never used uber but i wouldn't ever use it because there have been a lot of stories like this yeah. there's a story did you hear about like an email was leaked where uber sent emails to like their limo the people their client like the, the limo driver clients uh -huh. saying like oh don't worry about this price drop it's just temporary just to like undercut our competitors but we're going to raise the prices back up right and then there was it just got revealed too that i guess there were suspicions that uber was doing shit to cab drivers in new york and uber denied it mm -hmm. but then it was like confirmed yeah i i remember hearing about that too um this this actually take took place in i, I want to say new york too this is getting covered a lot in the news here in san francisco because so many people use these services here so um uber admitted that they did this and they also said that they were trying to get in contact with the get drivers to bring them over to uber so they were text messaging all of the get drivers after they contacted them and 
canceled their service, then they text them and said, like, would you become a Uber driver? What's wrong with him? I don't know. It's weird. There was also, I think last week, there was something about the CEO being like a bully, like sending out emails that were like, I don't know, just kind of bully in nature. It's just really dirty and it makes me not want to participate in what they do. Yeah. So. I was fine with Lyft. Lyft was great. Okay. I might give Lyft a try. Um, maybe even this get service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If anything, this story made me know that get exists. So I'm starting a rickshaw service. Okay. Where people can call and a rickshaw will pick you up. Is a rickshaw the one where like the person holds it up and it mm-hmm. like a like a wheelbarrow uh, and you sit in the back? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Call it rickshaw X. So. Rickshaw X. I don't know. Go on. Okay. Um. <laughs> So yeah, that's this is just kind of leaving me with a bad taste in my mouth. So, okay, do you have any other news stories, Joey? Actually, this news story is very close to home. It's a real news story. So when I owned my tutoring business, I pretty much ninety percent of the students. It was based in Newport Beach, and ninety percent of the students either came from Newport Harbor High School or Corona Del Mar High School. And so there's this cheating scandal at Corona Del Mar High School. It's been going on for a, mu- a few, like a month or two, but it's just barely hitting the news. Where basically they found out that students had attached a keylogger to, they don't know if it's more than one teacher. The, the school's releasing very little information. So either they attach it to one computer or multiple computers, but of a teacher, they put a keylogger in there. And it's a small device that can be placed in the back of a computer to monitor the keystrokes. Mm-hmm. And so the students got access to the teacher's username, the teacher's passwords, and they were using that information to change grades and access test questions. Yikes. They ha- the school hasn't released how they found out either, but their district is reviewing 52,000 grade entries. The Newport Beach police have been investigating. It's been going on for a while. And what's funny is when actually it's our friend Beth's birthday today, and happy birthday, Beth. Happy birthday, but also, Beth. But also, Beth is a teacher for Newport Mesa School District. That's where Corona Del Mar High School is. And when we were talking about it, um, she was telling me about the story. One of the things that I said is having my experience with um, these parents is, I was like, these fucking parents are going to come in. And no, nothing's going to happen to these kids. Right. Nothing. Well, as long as their check's still clear when they make donations and. Well, the, um, no, but they'll just also threaten a lawsuit because. So Newport Mesa School District is weird. There's the rich side with like Newport Harbor and, New, and Corona Del Mar. But even Newport Harbor split. Corona Del Mar is all rich white kids. Newport Harbor split half rich white kids. But then there's also bust in Latino and black kids. And then there's other high schools that are all Latino and blacks. Man, I happen to know for a fact there are a lot of kids who just like the fucking most minor infraction and they get like expelled. Right. You know, but these Corona Del Mar kids, so here's what, here's what the recommendation is. And I told you what happened. Widespread, I mean, they're going in and changing the grades. They might have a stipulated expulsion, which means students can attend another school di- in their area. They can go to a different high school. And the disciplinary records will be sealed and not available during the college admissions process. Oh, really? They cheated by using a keystroke longer and that's not going to be available to the colleges? Oh, let me tell you this. They better hope I do not find out who these kids are because I will write to every college they apply to and tell them what happened. It's Thank you. kind of ridiculous. Is this – so we've talked about affluenza before. and Yes, this is affluenza. Okay, because they're – like there's just no consequences. It's – I mean, this is why affluenza exists, though, because these kids can do something like this, and then the 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 consequences are like nothing. Beth teaches at like the continuation school for Newport Mesa, which, by the way, is not really a continuation school. It's like a kid who was absent too many times or something like that, right? And so the kids there are the kids who they're not even going to have to go to that school. I don't think. And what's funny is a, a lot of Latino kids go to best school. And I remember this one case where this was a few years ago and I was furious where there were at, at Beth's school, there was a kid who was like, um, I don't know if he was undocumented, but he was a Latino kid, poor Latino kid. And I, and 
he was in another state and like got in trouble but for like graffiti or something like that in New Orleans or something. It was something dumb. Okay. And the school expelled him. <laughs> right? Expelled, gone. At the same time, there was a kid from Newport Harbor, white kid, right? Who, between me and you, in my opinion, was a little uh, played for our team. And he was caught driving drunk in front of the school while ditching class. And because he was like a really good diver, they uh, just didn't do anything to him. Nothing happened. Nothing. Zero. Zero happened to him. And so this is another case where I'm sure uh, Beth could tell me story after story about a kid who like didn't tie his shoelaces right and got expelled. And uh, these kids put uh, they they intentionally and willfully put something to record keystrokes and did a did fifty two thousand records. That they have to go through, eh? They're gonna be maybe like slap on the wrist. You have to it's go to ridiculous. you have to go to you have to go to Newport Harbor. It's so fucking ridiculous. And like I think this says so much about the character. But like, so the kid who graffitied and yada yada yada, that's gonna show up when he applies for colleges, right? Like that's part of his record. But like this kind of yeah. stuff isn't. I don't know. He's it's expelled. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, it makes me pretty mad. Um, they, anyway, yeah, I don't know, but in, uh, if I'm looking for silver lining, like, I think that it was a kind of like a, a smart way of doing it. If you never got caught, like if you could have done it just for yourself, like done the key tracker only like access the stuff for yourself that if you, you know what the problem is, hmm. I, I, the, the, somebody, what happened, what I, I don't know, they haven't released how they found out. I kind of think what happened was. These kids have big mouths, yeah. right? And they tell too many people, and then the word just gets out, you know? Yeah. That, that's what would happen when kids would cheat on the SAT. They totally got away with it, but they start telling all their friends they cheated. You just got to keep this shit on the the DL, you know? And don't tell anybody. And then you just stop it after a while. You do it for like one test. You don't get greedy. I'm sure they got greedy, and they told everybody. Sure. Well, it reminds me of uh, the time that I cheated in high school. <laughs> um, there was a a biology teacher who she created i watched her create um scantron quote i'm using air quotes on like microsoft word right so it just said like um question one a b c d e question two a b c d e and then she would punch a hole over the correct answer to see where you filled it in so her key was just Uh, okay so if i didn't know if i thought like question four was like b or e I would fill both of them in because she would just put a thing over it and she would see that I got it right. Oh, So smart. I started doing that, but then I started doing it more and more so that there was like one question where I had absolutely no idea. So I tried doing A, B, C, D, E, all of them. So when she looked at my paper, she saw that there was a question with all of them put in and she marked it wrong. And she made a note like only fill in one. So it was like you just oh. get so greedy and like you just want to do too much, but. Um, I don't know. I think that this crime is something that, like, I don't know. Th- I feel like these guys are, like, future um, leaders in America, right? Like, yeah. they're going to yeah, the, be getting the great new, uh, jobs. Wolves of Wall Street. Yeah. They're going to run corporate America, and this is what we have to look forward to. Well, this is what their awful parents do, too. They probably learned it from their awful – people are awful people, especially the Corona Del Mar ones. I don't know why. They're only a mile apart. The Newport Harbor kids were actually pretty good kids. Corundel Mark kids were just awful, snivelly, whiny fucking babies. Yeah. Ugh, they were awful. Well, people. we had a we have a mutual friend, kind of, who worked at Corona Del Mar and she could not handle the cheating. Very specifically cheating. She oh, wait. You tell me ooh, you ooh. taught her brother I don't want to say her. Oh, 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 you know what I'm talking know, about? Yeah. Um so she was a an English teacher there and she absolutely hated it. She had she told me she would bring students and their parents in that she caught cheating because they had like um, um, I think it was called like Blackboard or something like a service that um checks your paper for um plagiarism. So mm-hmm. she would catch kids that like completely have like identical papers, exactly identical papers to other kids, like essays. Right? She would bring the parents in, and the parents wouldn't be like. The, their response wasn't like, this is horrible, we're going to punish, nothing like that. Their response was, well, how can my son still get an A? 
Like, how can we move forward and still get him in? Like, that's all they mm-hmm. cared about. So, yeah, awesome. Terrible, 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 terrible people. What do you got going on next week, Mike? I have a boring week, kind of. Um, I've been not motivated to do anything work-related, and I have a lot of shit piling up. So hopefully I can get my shit together and, like, get moving. I'm going to hang out with Celeste because she is here in the Bay Area for another couple of weeks. My friend from Rochester, New York. Um, and you know her. And I do. then I'm also going to finish up Dexter. I'm on the last season of Dexter on Netflix. So I hear the last season, it gets really bad. So I'm looking forward to, to finishing it out. Season seven was really good. And then season eight, I guess it, it kind of goes to shit. So we'll see. Uh, I am tomorrow going to uh, the Moth Grand Slam oh, in Los Angeles. Cool. A friend of mine is in it. And so we're all rooting for her to see to do well. Cool. Um, and then also we should just do this now, um, on the mini episode after dark, which is what we call the portion after we record the mini episode, sort of a free form go, uh, we interact with the chat room, tell stories we can't tell on the show, do some more news stories, but sometimes we do interviews and this week, and I'm confirming this, this is triple confirmed, Mike Lawson is going to interview i mean i'll be there too i'll be talking but i think mike will be handling most of it my cousin richard oh cool so i get to ask him about the get a fucking job oh yeah he'll (laughs) we talked about it last night at dinner so openly talk about it he can defend himself so that's good so uh if you don't know joe already said it but we record live at 8.30 p.m. Pacific on Pride48.com. We'll record a mini episode, which will be really quick, and then we'll stop recording, and we'll do the interview uh, with um, with R- Richard. So you want to make sure you come uh, and check it out live on Pride48.com. Yeah, if you've ever wanted to hear uh, Richard's voice, ask him about being a week younger than I am, ask him about being gay. So I think, Mike, what we might do is I'll just man the chat room and any questions people in the chat room might have, I will throw into the conversation. Okay. Awesome. All right. Sounds good. Nice catching up with you, Joey. Go to hell, Mike. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. I mean... Um, uh, um, 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 um,